podcast, a conversation with the beautiful minds behind the world's biggest beauty brands. I'm your host, beauty writer Gemma Watts, and in this episode, I'm joined by the founder of 111 Skin, Dr. Yanis Alexandridis. Born in Athens and now based in London, Dr. Yanis opened his skin clinic at 111 Harley Street in the year 2001 and, following demand from his clients, launched 111 Skin soon thereafter. Now, I'm fortunate that my job allows me to meet beauty innovators from all over the world, but Dr. Yanis is truly ahead of the curve. He created his skincare brand in collaboration with scientists from the Soviet space program who aided in the development of a custom molecule, NACY2, which sits at the core of the entire 111 Skin portfolio. Patented molecule aside, 111 Skin also harnesses the power of pure gold, rose quartz and black diamond particles to deliver topical skincare inspired by treatments performed in clinic by the man responsible for the skin of Margot Robbie, Priyanka Chopra and the Victoria's Secret Angels. And I got through this entire intro without any puns about the skincare being out of this world or that diamonds are a girl's best friend and that alone is worthy of a five-star review. I caught up with Dr. Yanis at Mecca Cosmetica head office during his most recent visit to Australia to discuss how he almost single-handedly popularised cryotherapy, what astronauts have to do with skin health and what gold and diamonds really do for the skin. Now, you trained at the Albert Einstein Medical Centre. You took a residency at Jackson Memorial Hospital and you furthered your studies at the University of Miami and the University of Pittsburgh. But before all of that, what is your first memory of beauty? Uh, well, I'm born in Athens, Greece, mm -hmm. and uh, I was surrounded by natural beauty, uh, the landscape of Greece and uh, the... Um, ability to be close to the sea. It's one mm -hmm. of the first things I remember and I consider one of the most beautiful memories. But also uh, things from my heritage. Um, I, I was actually, uh, I grew up very close to the Acropolis. Oh, wow. And uh, the beauty of the architecture and uh, the art of Greece is some of the first things that I consider to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. And when you were a child, what did you think you were going to be when you grew up? I had a lot of different stages of my life for a very long time I wanted to be an oceanographer. Mm -hmm. I was really inspired by the um, documentaries of Jacques-Yves Cousteau yeah. who was one of the first pioneers to discover the um, treasures of the, of the seas and the oceans wow. and uh, that was one of my first um, ideas. Mm -hmm. And then at what point did you think you were going to go into the medical profession? Well uh, as I was growing up I was um, gradually gravitating more and more to medicine. Mm -hmm. I like the aspect of uh, uh, taking care of people and making people uh, well and happy. Mm -hmm. And uh, that urge became more and more apparent as I was reaching the age to make a decision, which was around when I was 18. Yeah. Now, you trained in the United States and worked in the busiest trauma hospital in the US. Were yeah. there any lessons that you picked up during that time and in that really high-pressure environment that you find you're still applying to what you're doing now? Yes, a lot of lessons. I mean, this was a coming of age for me because uh, you learn things on different levels. The first level, of course, is really to 
appreciate life and to mm -hmm. respect life and uh, um, strive uh, for, for um, healthy um, a healthy body. Uh, the second, of course, is to to learn to make uh, quick decisions, mm -hmm. uh, to be a leader. Uh, yeah. You are the leader of a team that is trying to save a life, and uh, you have to be in charge. You have to be responsible, and you have to make clear decisions on the nick of time. Mm -hmm. I mean, quick decisions is putting it lightly in that environment. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Having specialized in plastic and aesthetic surgery microsurgery and craniofacial surgery. I have to read that because it's yeah. a mouthful. <laughs> Did you ever imagine that one day you would end up owning a global celebrity-loved skincare brand? I have to be honest. No, I, I, I didn't think I would. I, I think um, back uh, then uh, my priority was to really become uh, as good as I could be in uh, this uh, subspecialty of plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. uh, this was a journey for me, uh, going through all these different stages of training, which I enjoyed very much. Every day you would learn something new, you would meet new people, and you will um, be challenged by the techniques that you needed to learn to, to become really um, uh, excellent in your job. Mm -hmm. And that was uh, not a time I was considering to have a brand <laughs> of skincare. <laughs> yeah, and look at you now. <laughs> so having been trained in the US and now you're based obviously in the UK and you're traveling the world. I mean, you're in New Zealand just before coming to Australia. Have you found that the way in which we like consumers approach beauty kind of differs from place to place? Uh, yes, I think uh, it, there are cultural differences. Mm -hmm. uh, people in different parts of the world uh, uh, see uh, taking care of the skin in a different way. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a global trend. Everybody understands prevention over uh, treatment. Yes. So more and more people, especially the younger generation, understands that very well and they take mm. care of the skin from a younger uh, age. However, uh, there are still places in the world that do not feel uh, they have to be very aggressive about uh, skincare mm -hmm. and other other people who are actually very proactive for, for example the americans are very proactive and very aggressive about taking care of the skin mm -hmm. uh, and getting involved with the dermatologist or a plastic surgeon uh, to lead them through that uh, much more than other places in the world i think on, like to your point, it's so important to go and speak to the experts such as yourself and I feel like it's great that we have so much access to all of this information now but it's kind of a double-edged sword because people think they can just sort of self-diagnose but skincare is so, I mean, it's almost prescriptive. I agree and I think that's one of the things that I strive to do with my skincare mm -hmm. is create a brand that actually will be safe for people to use without... Uh, the direct uh, uh, guidance of a mm. doctor and to take uh, inspiration from treatments that I perform in my clinic mm. uh, on my patients but give uh, the same kind of uh, medical grade quality to, to these products. Amazing. Well, let's talk about the clinic. Yeah. The year was 2001, if my research serves me, that you moved to London with your family and you opened 111 Harley Street. What was the catalyst that drove you to move to London and open your own clinic? 
sure. Well, that year for me, actually, it was uh, one year earlier when, and I, back then I, I was single, so I didn't have a family. Uh -huh. I was very free to move from one place to the other. Yeah. And I was feeling and still feel like a citizen of the world. However, in London, I found my calling. It was a place which um, agrees with me on a lot of levels, mm -hmm. cultural level, uh, on the cosmopolitan um, nature of the city, but also uh, as a, a city where you could establish a practice that you could fulfill your dreams of um, being really able to provide top care for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Now, you've mentioned this, but I had written it down as well, that you have an ethos, prevention rather than intervention. Is that kind of the philosophy that led to the creation of 111 Skin? Yes, indeed. And um, when I opened my clinic in London, I created a clinic that would not be the classic plastic surgery clinic where mm -hmm. a patient would just walk in with the anticipation to only receive uh, either a facelift or a liposuction. Yeah. It is a clinic that is very holistic. It's, mm -hmm. We... Um, try to find the least invasive solution for our patients, and that can be uh, non-invasive uh, treatment, or it can be uh, the application of the right skincare to prevent and treat conditions. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing, because an invasive surgery won't necessarily change the quality of the skin. It can do a lot, but you know, if the skin's not being looked after. True, and you know, for me as a surgeon, you know, healthy skin is the best material mm. that I can dream of. And uh, with unhealthy skin, it's difficult to get good results. So, prior to launching the brand, what did you feel was missing from the existing skincare market? Well, two things. There were there was a big gap between a medical brands that you would needed to get through a doctor's office, yeah, and uh, brands that were just. Um, on sale mm -hmm. in department stores or beauty shops and uh, you either had to go with a very complicated and sometimes a very harsh resume that mm -hmm. would be the medical one or you had to go with one that was not scientific at all and pretty much uh, without any uh, or very little scientific backup about the claiming uh, claiming of the uh, effects yeah so I think one-on-one skin fills this gap. It's a scientific approach to luxury skincare with proven results. That it is. So I understand that you collaborated with scientists from, is it the Soviet space program to develop the range? Yes, yes I did. So amazing. How did that working relationship come to be? So, so that was, a com a com a, I wouldn't say coincidence, but it was a good fortune because I was looking for product that I could use before I created the skincare. Mm -hmm. uh, I was looking for products that could accelerate healing for my patients, especially patients receiving facial plastic surgery. I worked uh, with different um, ingredients for a long time yeah. without really big uh, success until I met these two scientists who, of course, at that stage were not part of this um, program anymore because it didn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. However, as they had a tremendous experience on looking after astronauts' well-being, which mm -hmm. included skincare um, and diet, they These are things I wouldn't even think about, that they, you know, require different care. So, well, actually space is a laboratory for aging because ah. our body is exposed there to, to very harsh conditions. Mm -hmm. It receives a, a very big amount of cosmic and ultraviolet radiation. Mm -hmm. uh, also, the lack of gravity has very detrimental effects in the whole body, ah. including the skin. 
There you go. I wouldn't have known. Yes. So they were, you know, they were looking after the skin of the astronauts and they were seeing they, great results. and the diet as well. So they had um, uh, groundbreaking um, ingredients at that time that um, mm -hmm. we used in the original healing serum, which is ah. <laughs> and the original healing serum is what I still give to my patients in mm -hmm. my clinic. Uh, it's a product that is not for sale, yeah. but it is the product that inspired the one-on-one -on -one skin. Amazing. That's famous. I understand that those conversations initially, it was from there that your unique molecule was created. So it's a custom molecule was created specifically for you and it is sort of the central pillar of all that is 111 skin. Talk me through it. What does it do? So yes, uh, NACY2, this is really the cornerstone of the healing serum and 111 skin. Mm -hmm. So it's a complex of three different ingredients. NAC stands for N-acetylcysteine, which is an amino acid. Yeah. It's a crucial amino acid. Our body needs it to create glutathione. Mm -hmm. Glutathione is the master antioxidant of our body. Yeah. And having that in our skin keeps us young because it will reverse uh, damage to the skin. It will prevent um, the damage of free radicals. Yeah. Uh, and um, giving the skin NAC will help create more glutathione. It's the fuel for glutathione. Amazing. So how did the creation process work? How did you get to a point where you, you know, were creating a molecule? Uh, well, originally, the, the, uh, the scientists had uh, really the formula for all this, uh, but they were using it in a different context as a, as a sponge for healing. Mm -hmm. um, I took it into... Uh, uh, being a serum, yeah. because I thought that would be easier to apply and more um, readily available for, mm -hmm. for patients and clients. Uh, and we worked together. So they would create formulations, they would send it to my clinic, I would try it to my patients, get results, and give them feedback until we got the right formula. Mm -hmm. So you've mentioned the original Dramatic Healing Serum, um, which you've also mentioned isn't for consumers, it's just for patients. How long did the process take from conceptualizing that product through to it being available in the clinic? That took around a year, a year and a half, mm -hmm. which was a lot of back and forth trials of this it would product. It to be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because of the amount of active ingredients and the potency, we had originally some problems with stabilizing the serum and making it last long enough, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, eventually we got over, <laughs> and uh, then we started using it in the clinic. So from there, you launched One One Skin that is available for consumers. What led to the creation of a home care range? Were you hearing you know, demand from those that were coming to visit you in the clinic? Well, I mean, the first step was actually for me to understand that the healing serum could be used in beauty. Uh -huh. I mean, I was using it just for healing after surgery. Yeah. Uh, what drew my attention was that a lot of my patients would require more. Mm -hmm. After the original six weeks that they were supposed to use it, they would come back and ask for more. Um, as I was giving it for free, it came to a point that it became a little <laughs> difficult. <I> not imagine. <laughs> and um, uh, when I asked uh, a lot of these uh, patients about it, they all said that the skin looked and felt so much better. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them uh, told me they had stopped using the previous anti-aging creams uh, mm -hmm. and they were just using the healing serum. Wow. And that gave me the idea to uh, create a line of eight products mm -hmm. that I was selling uh, then in my clinic only. Amazing. 
the first product that you retailed with and I guess formulated for the home was the Y Theorem Repair Serum. Yes. Talk me through the process of creating something that could be taken home. What does it do for the skin? How did it come to be? So, yeah, we call it the Y Theorem because this is my theory. This is the my discovery back then was that actually uh, the healing, what this ingredient, NSA, Y2 does mm-hmm. is that it helps the skin heal after surgery, but actually this healing process is the same process that the skin needs to heal from everyday damage. Mm-hmm. So if we enhance that process, then we keep the, the skin young and we reverse uh, wrinkles, we reverse aging of the skin. All of those things that we want to wind back. Now, all one one skin it's comprised of five ranges. Can you talk me through them in as little or as much detail as you like? And how do we determine which of those ranges is best suited to our skin? Yes, the original line is called the reparative for the exact reasons it is repairing the yeah. skin. Uh, and it is in the magenta color. It's the one that um, originally I was selling in my clinic. Mm-hmm. It's the one that uh, eventually Harrods discovered and mm. Harrods asked me to launch with that. So amazing. Yeah. Uh, following the success of this reparative line, um, again, Harrods came back and asked me to create something even more exclusive. Ah, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite <laughs> words. <laughs> and the second uh, line was created, uh, which is the Intense. Mm-hmm. Intensive uh, Intensive uh, has the addition of some key, m- more ingredients on top of the existing ingredients yeah. of the reparative line, such as black diamond particles, mm. will, which improve the absorption of the ingredients into the skin. Amazing. Um, and uh, Regenistem, which is an anti-pigmentation agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so following uh, the intense line, we created what we call treatment. Yeah. A lot of our products are inspired from treatments I perform in my clinic, such as mesotherapy. Mm-hmm. A mesotherapy uh, is the, the injection of small amounts of hyaluronic acid and vitamins straight into the skin. Amazing. So that gives an immediate renewal and moisturization on the skin. So we have created, for example, a product called Mesoinfusion Mask, mm-hmm. where these two ingredients are within the mask and they melt into the skin, uh, literally. So it's Amazing. like having a treatment. Yeah, this makes me want to go and have a facial <laughs> <laughs> right now. What yeah. has been the most difficult... Oh, you've got two more. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> Get too excited. <laughs> there are two more lines since then. Uh, we have the um, uh, Clarity, which is a line dedicated to skin that has acne or acne-related problems, such mm-hmm. as blemishes and breakouts. And uh, again, um, during my experience, uh, by, uh, so as I see patients day to day, I realized that approximately one out of three have some kind of problem of this type, yes. which is usually attributed to hormonal imbalances. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, most of these treatments that we use as doctors can be very harsh and can be irritating, and a lot of people feel frustrated and give up sometimes treatment because of that reason. Mm-hmm. So with this in mind, I created Clarity, a line that is easy to use and has results in uh, reducing and removing uh, blemishes and acne from the skin. Amazing. And the last line is the regenerative. The regenerative line is more about recharging the skin. It's inspired by a treatment we have brought to London called whole body cryotherapy. Mm. (laughs) This is a treatment that is very popular with top athletes uh, and people who are into wellness. 
because the very cold temperature that the body is exposed to creates uh, a positive response uh, that is good uh, for um, uh, recovering after intense exercise, mm -hmm. for um, getting uh, muscle relief and pain relief, but also for uh, anti-inflammatory purposes and for improvement of the skin. Mm -hmm. And this line uh, kind of uh, captures the same benefits that cryotherapy has on the skin. I did want to ask you about cryotherapy because you were really one of the first people to bring it to London and kind of, I guess, popularise it. Did you uh, did you have any pushback? Were people a bit sceptical at first or were they, you know, happy to embrace it? Uh, yes. Uh, when we brought uh, cryotherapy to London approximately three years ago, uh, it was originally uh, seen with a lot of scepticism. Mm -hmm. uh, however, uh, since we have started using it and uh, with the results we see with our uh, clients and the people uh, who give us the feedback, I think uh, people now have embraced it completely. Yes, I think we're having a real wellness movement currently, yes. which is nice. Absolutely. Which product has been the most difficult to formulate? Well, I think, you know, I still want to give credit to the first one, the Y theorem. It's mm -hmm. really the cornerstone of the, of the skin uh, care uh, that I use. I think uh, the long time that uh, I and the, the scientists took to, to really come up with that, mm -hmm. uh, we should give it credit. Um, however, uh, there, there are other products that also I'm very proud of. Um, for example, uh, the creation of uh, facial masks uh, mm -hmm. and the application of very active ingredients through these masks um, are also something that is very worthwhile mentioning. With the masks, if we're talking strictly sort of social media and press coverage, the masks have developed a cult following, particularly the rose gold mask. What is it about that mask that people have just gravitated to and how does it work? What does gold do for the skin? Well, it's, it's, it's a perfect example that of, a, of a product that not only has very deep benefits to the skin, but also uh, feels and shows this effect almost immediately. So mm -hmm. the, the gold particles are uh, nanoparticles in colloidal suspension. So it's pure gold, basically. And okay. uh, <laughs> since the ancient times, people knew that gold has uh, a lot of beauty, um, positive effects. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the numerous effects, I mean, uh, collagen, uh, collagen destruction is minimized with the application of collagen. So the skin uh, every day mm -hmm. stops destroying collagen. It, it also has a positive effect on the microcirculation of the skin. So more blood, uh, oxygenated blood comes to the skin. So there's more uh, collagen production due to that. Amazing. It has anti-inflammatory and antibacterial effect on the skin. Uh, so yes, it's a, it's a plethora of effects on the skin at all positive mm. with gold, uh, but also has this um, a hue that it leaves on the skin that actually makes immediately the skin look better. Uh, and uh, actually, in a lot of times, people don't use any makeup after putting this mask on. I've used this and I completely... Transformative is a word that I would use. It's one of few products that you can put on and straight away you see a difference. It's extraordinary. 
that mask has a really strong following amongst your celebrity clients as well. I understand it was used to prep skin for one of the Victoria's Secret shows. That's right. Priyanka Chopra prepped for the royal wedding with it. I know Margot Robbie's a huge fan. Just just some small up-and-comers. It's true. <laughs> You've been looking after the skin of celebrities for years. What does exposure and buzz like that do for the brand? Does that affect sales at all? I think it's very positive. I think people uh, nowadays are uh, really looking into uh, people they trust for for examples on mm-hmm. what they can do. Uh, VIP celebrities, um, actors, actresses are you know the leaders uh, yeah. of uh, these trends, and I think um, uh, having uh, someone um, of this caliber endorsing your products without that being um, uh, uh, let's say um, paid for, but actually it's completely genuine. Us, uh, yeah, completely genuine. Then it gives you a lot of credibility. Mm-hmm. This might be difficult for you to answer, but given that you have all these celebrities that keep coming back to you, what do you think it is about your approach to skincare that has made you the go-to? Well, one of the things they like is that I, I almost never like to talk about yep. who, who I see in my <laughs> clinic. <laughs> Not um, revealing that's any rule of the secrets. Sorry, Daily Mail. I think what they like about it is I'm, I'm, I'm quite honest and straightforward in my approach mm-hmm. on, on uh, looking after them um, and also about uh, the suggestions that I make that, I, uh, as mentioned before, I start with the least invasive uh, solution to a problem for the skin and for yeah. the beauty and then give them options to choose from. Now, you work with the skin agent every day. What is the most common skin concern that you are presented with at the moment? Uh, well, I think, you know, the aging of the skin in general is the, the most common concern I encounter. How mm-hmm. do you keep uh, looking younger? Uh, people live longer, uh, healthier lives and they work longer because they have more energy and uh, they want this to be represented on how they look. Mm-hmm. So the, the reversal and of the aging or these stoppets of the time still is the big challenge. Yeah. I'm sure this must be like picking a favourite child, but what are the essential products that everyone must be using or must have as kind of a base to build upon for like optimum skin health? Uh, I think a health combination of uh, antioxidants, similar to the ones that are in the reparative line, um, Mm -hmm. uh, products that contain um, a a gentle amount of retinol, uh, very important for keeping the skin healthy. Uh, You know, protection from the sun, it will be paramount. Yes, very important. Uh, And um, a a soft, um, regular micropeel, as I would call it, is also Mm -hmm. important for keeping the skin young. Well, speaking of micro peels, let's perhaps talk a bit about the Celestial Black Diamond range because this is one that's getting a lot of buzz at the moment. Mm-hmm. Talk me through it and how does it work? So this um, new uh, launch for us is very important because, um, again, because of uh, I'm looking for inspiration through the clinic to create new products, I, I, was, I still see a lot of people who have um, irritated skin, uh, due to the uh, over 
use of pills or pills that are too aggressive mm-hmm. uh, or pills that uh, are irritating because they're photosensitive, for example. So I wanted to create a product that would be safe to use in the home environment without the possibility of irritation. Yeah. So with that in mind, I created uh, this uh, new accelerated uh, Celestial Black Diamond peel, mm-hmm. which is a combination of uh, rose quartz uh, and alpha hydroxy acids. Amazing. Uh, it's a formula that also contains not just the agents that will do the peel, but also ingredients like betaine, who actually will uh, heal the skin and will protect it so it would not feel dehydrated. Mm-hmm. So um, it's funny because I personally use this peel continuously for one week to make sure that I will mm-hmm. not get an irritation. Uh, but it does give the results at the same time. Amazing. So what does rose quartz do for the skin? Well, they are micro particles that actually have a very gentle abrasive effect on the skin. Amazing. So it's a mechanical abrasive agent. Beautiful. You've been part of this industry and a stalwart of it for 20 years now, upwards of 20 years. What are some of the biggest changes that you have seen within the beauty industry in that time? I think the biggest one was that plastic surgery became mainstream. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. not so long ago that uh, my parents urged me not to be a plastic surgeon because really? no one knew about plastic surgery yeah. when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, of course, uh, we, we've crossed this path a few, you know, a couple of decades ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, plastic surgery has become a mainstream. It's uh, in good hands, can give amazing results. Absolutely. Uh, uh, the next step was the incorporation of non-surgical treatments and minimizing the invasiveness of all these treatments. So instead of having a big operations uh, reduce the invasiveness of the operations or have treatments that are not invasive at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something that technology helped us a lot with the uh, application of lasers, of high uh, frequency waves, Mm -hmm. uh, ultrasonic waves and so on. These are all treatments that have merit and give us uh, new solutions. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the last would be the the revolution of social media and visual media. Yes. Uh, The phenomenon of Instagram and how people would like to look good, not just because of everyday life, but also because they want to look good on pictures. Yes, of course. I mean, and social media is so handy in an industry like this because beauty is obviously a visual thing. So to have, you know, a visual medium that accessible, very important. The environment and our lifestyle obviously affects the health of the skin as well. So on less of a, a trend note, I suppose, have there been any changes within skin that you have noticed, say concerns that are you know, really prevalent now that weren't perhaps 20 years ago? Uh, yes, indeed. I mean, people are becoming more aware of the negative effects of pollution uh, and not just the ultraviolet radiation, but also the pollution that we encounter in urban environments, Mm -hmm. the pollution we get from uh, high intensity lights from our screens, from laptops and iPhones. Yes, this is becoming increasingly (laughs) frightening for me. So with this in mind, we we have worked with a team and we have created products that actually fight off a pollution um, 
detrimental effects on, on the skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're launching a new booster, which Ooh. is the anti-pollution booster, Amazing. which is uh, loaded with antioxidants and specific ingredients that actually protect the skin from this uh, harmful effect and also mm-hmm. remove uh, particles uh, from pollution. Amazing. We've talked about changes that we have seen over time, but what do you think we can expect to see change in the beauty industry over the next few years? Well, I mean, the, the, I, I think that the, this turn towards more scientific uh, approach mm-hmm. to skincare will continue, will only intensify. I think we will see more and more uh, specialized brands in mm-hmm. this particular uh, area. Um, and um, I, th- I hope that this will be incorporated also with the um, more knowledgeable uh, use of also medical grade treatments that can be uh, used together with the skincare. Amazing. My final question What is next for 111 Skin? Well, in, 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 in our headquarters in London, we always like to innovate and to look for the next. Um, uh, useful and uh, great product. So f- for us, uh, the research never ends. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that uh, from the, our laboratory to our clinic, um, uh, we always uh, try new ingredients, we, we try new methods, and um, um, hopefully this uh, will continue in the future as well. That was Dr. Yanis Alexandridis founder of 111 Skin, which you can find on Instagram at 111skin. To read my interview with Dr. Yanis, you can visit glowjournal.com. And for more beauty news, you can find me on Instagram at jemkwatts or at glow.journal. If you liked this episode, please do not forget to subscribe, rate, review and share so other beauty lovers can find us. I'm Gemma Watts. You've been listening to the Glow Journal podcast and thank you for joining me.